Hello and welcome back to another episode of the 4141 Podcast. My name is Ben Abradis, and for our second episode in a row, I am joined by my co-Hornet's uh, Nest nester or runner of the Hornet's Nest, Ryan Fieldman. How are you doing today, Ryan? I'm doing great, Ben. Thank you so much for having me again. Yeah, and obviously pretty exciting week coming up. We got SBC Winter Championships. A lot. I mean, we, there's a lot of potential for us um, to win some of these games in the great city of Fort Worth. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to see what our winter programs can do uh, this weekend in the big tournament. Yeah, and we, The Nest, will be traveling to Fort Worth to keep you all updated. Make sure you have all the scores, all the highlights, and just make sure even if you can't go to Fort Worth, you're still updated and part of The Nest. So for now, let's just roll the intro. So Ryan, we're going to get it started with the team that Probably is the best chance to win to win the tournament out of all of our sports teams. Um, boys basketball, number one seed, first round by. What are you excited to see? Um, well, the boys are undefeated in counter season, so I'm excited to see them go up against some of the South Zone teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, potentially some different competition, as we know they've steamrolled through uh, the North Zone, locking up yeah. that first round by. And I'm really excited to see uh, Francis out on the court. He had a big game against uh, Cassidy last weekend, I don't, and I think he performed well against Oak Ridge as well. Yeah. I'm really excited to see him, because he's very inexperienced as a freshman. I'm excited to see what he can do in the tournament. Yeah, and obviously Lee was suspended for that Cassidy game, uh-huh. so ob- it's nice to have two players that are over six foot ten on the court, so one can step in when the other is uh, out, or maybe um, uh, just to pick up some slack. But Francis definitely picked up that slack really well, knocking down shots from behind the arc, mm-hmm. um, becoming more of a force inside, becoming more confident. I'm really excited to see what he can do uh, in his first SBC tournament. But again, you mentioned we're, we've been steamrolling teams. St. Mark's was no competition for us. Um, our, cl- our only close game was really ESD, uh-huh. and we pulled that one out. But um, I'm not going to lie. It, it, it worries me a little bit that we're not getting that premier uh, competition um, right before this tournament. Yeah, and I think that might be something that uh, could be a challenge for us as we go into the tournament. But I really do think that our team's chemistry has really um, begun to increase as we've started to rack up these wins in recent weeks against the SBC North Zone teams. So I wouldn't be too concerned about the new competition from the South. However, it is to note that if we do ma- end up making it to the second round, we will play Houston Christian, most yeah, likely. they're a pretty solid squad. And they're a pretty solid squad that the team was chattering about earlier in the season about potentially having uh, some Division One basketball players. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to see how our competition stacks up against them. Yeah, um, obviously our, our first game for basketball Friday at 11 a.m., not Thursday because we got that first round by, which I think is pretty important just from a rest yeah. standpoint, not having to play that extra game. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to play the winner of St. Andrews or Fourth Country Day. Both teams that we should, uh, if we play within ourselves and obviously not play down to any team, we, we should be able to hang with them. Um, so very exciting. Uh, moving to the girls, also first seed, not going to play on Thursday. Undefeated in counter season. And that's large in part to Seabell Zambi. She's been uh, maintaining her number one score in the DFW area. She's been playing lights out. And it really, I mean... There's some special there's some special players on this team, some players that do contribute, but it really all runs through Sebo. Yeah, Sebo is special. And um, it's exciting to see her come into her own, especially with a team as young as they are, with mm-hmm. only uh, two seniors on the squad. Sebo, as a reclass sophomore, has really taken up the mantle of uh, putting the team on her back and leading them throughout 
the competition so far. And I think Mia Ness as well as a, a secondary ball handler to Seabell has really stepped up. And uh, in her senior year, she's been she's been uh, a four year a four year varsity player. Yeah. Um, but I think this year she's really understood her role of having to be that person that can make that pass, take a shot, create her own shot. And so, I think I think that's very important. Yeah. So she's she's kind of uh, blossomed into the role of facilitator. She's up there. I think around number, I think number three in the DFW area and assists. Oh, I did not know that. Um, Ryan Peterman with the with the nice stat plug. I like to see that. So, so we have him on the show. Yeah, Mia has been a great facilitator this year uh, for the girls. And I mean, like you were talking about earlier, like Mia just hits Seabell wide open for three and it goes in. Yeah, like what fifty percent of the time? Well, yeah, Seabell Seabell is a, her. I think I think what makes her so good is it's so consistent. It's consistent. Her, her she practices shot, all the time. She's got a quick release. It's it's um it's always the same. Whether it's a fadeaway jumper. Um, and she doesn't have to shoot over anybody. Exactly. Um, so it's 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 very very effective. Uh-huh. But um, again, same thing with girls basketball. Haven't played great competition since Hockey Day, which was two weeks ago. And they're gonna have they're gonna have to really uh, strap down against this Houston Christian team. Yeah, with we'll, six D one commits. Yeah, we've heard the Houston Ridiculous. Christian put up what was it one twenty one twenty against SBC against SBC competition against the South Zone earlier this year. So it's exciting. It's gonna be exciting to see what the girls can do against a team like Houston Christian if they make it to the finals and meet them there. And I'm just excited to see um, how our defense is gonna handle uh, those six Division One recruits. Mm-hmm. So moving to the to a little bit more Cinderella stories of the tournament, uh, not the one seats, but definitely have the talent uh, to make a run in the tournament. Boys soccer, um, you know, so many so many seniors, so much talent. It, has it been a chemistry issue? What do you think? Because I think I think it has because um, the guys are all really good friends off the pitch, mm-hmm. which might lead to some slacking off potentially mm-hmm. in practice and in games because they're also comfortable with each other. They're yeah. they're afraid to you know call each other out and push each other. And I think mm-hmm. that's kind of hindered us against tough competition like St. Mark's, Cistercian, and Cassidy. Where we just need to get our offense going. We've scored. I don't think we scored against any of no, those. We, we did not. And those are tough against. SBC North Zone opponents that we're going to have to face in. SBC tournament, but you did mention the boys soccer team being a possible Cinderella story, and I really think that could be the case due to the fact that, like you mentioned, uh, the majority of the team is seniors, and I think every single player on the starting squad has SBC tournament experience, and um, they've been doing. They're able to go into this tournament and knowing exactly what what's going to happen, knowing exactly how to prepare and stuff like that, and I think that might really help them against um, potentially more talented squads, but who are less experienced. Yeah, and obviously, I mean. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Also, um, they have not, uh, they've not had a clean sheet um, in in any counter game. Which, obviously, Oak Ridge was not their best competition, but they're just going to tie it together. They're going to need to really come together as a team um, and and fight and play for one goal, which is winning winning the SBC championship. So it's going to be an exciting. They play Tuesday at Trinity Valley five thirty versus St. John's. So that should be an exciting game. Uh, moving to girls soccer, um, a little less of a Cinderella story. Third, third in the North Zone, um, they've struggled against the teams ahead of them and destroyed the teams below them. So, um, as long I think I think against Hockey Day, we've we've been scored on, and when, as soon as it goes one zero, we really we really um, it's it's an up, it's a hard uphill battle for us. So I think maintaining maintaining that positivity. Um, throughout the tournament is important for our girls. I also think um, one more thing that the girls will really enjoy at the SBC tournament is the team bonding aspect of traveling to a place like Fort Worth, getting to stay in a hotel, 
because different from the boys soccer team, the girls, they're not all best friends. They all come from different grades. And it's going to be interesting to see how the girls are able to bond over this tournament and potentially string together a couple wins that could catapult them into potentially the SBC championship conversation. Yeah. Um, and then obviously moving to the pool Friday. There's an early heat at 8 a.m. And there's a late heat at 6 p.m. The 6 p.m., from what I hear, is the top two heats racing. So um, that at 6 p.m. is our SBC championship. We've got four main swimmers, two girls, two guys that are going to be they're going to be our main horses in the race here. Um, from what I hear, a lot of the other SBC schools are in a down year from swimming. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, especially the SBC Northstone schools. So we uh, this is a good chance for us to take advantage. You got the the brother sister duo, jo- Josie and JJ Arbuckle, tearing it up in the pool. Um, and then Justin Yu and Diane Lin, two senior captains that uh, are really holding this team together, being the glue. Um, so it's going to be really exciting. Obviously, the Hornets Nest will be there at swimming, be at these other games. So, um, And we, we will be in the Fort Worth the entire time. So yeah, so if you're unable to make it out there, make sure to tune in on Instagram. We will be live streaming every game from the arena. So if you're unable to make the drive out there, uh, it's a great way for you to be able to watch some of our teams compete in the SBC Championships this weekend. Yeah, thank you so much, Ryan. And remember, 4141 on Spotify and, uh, and SoundCloud and uh, at the Hornet's Nest on Instagram to find to find those videos and that content uh, from the SBC. Ryan, thank you so much again. And yeah, we'll thank you. We'll see y'all next time.